You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everyone, this week we're giving away a one-year subscription to pushlink.com, P-U-S-H-L-Y-N-K. It's valued at about 600 bucks. Pushlink allows you to send push notifications to your subscribers on almost any platform. The fact is push notifications get about 10 times the response rate when compared to traditional email. For a chance to win, subscribe to the podcast, then take a quick snapshot or picture showing you're subscribed and text it to 716-218-8981 or you can email it to growthexperts at yahoo.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back and we have yet another amazing guest today. Her name is Jessica Yarborough. Jessica is the creator of CEO Babe Brand. She's a successful marketing strategist and a leading business consultant for female entrepreneurs. Jessica has helped women leverage their unique gifts to create high-end coaching programs, masterminds, and retreats. Her adventures have taken her from burning out in a startup world to spending several years backpacking the world solo to becoming a single mama with no money and finally building a successful six-figure consulting business. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me, Dennis. Yeah, we were chatting a little bit beforehand, and it's really interesting because you've got a thriving business. Your coaching consulting business is doing really well, and we've got some really cool stuff we're going to talk about today. I'm excited to kind of hear, you know, have you peel back that onion a little bit and talk about how you've built such a successful business and how you're helping other people do the same. But before we do that, can you maybe give us a little insight, you know, a little backstory leading up to now, take a minute or two and tell us that quick backstory before we dive in. Yeah, well, um, I kind of talked about it a little bit in my bio. I was in the corporate world. I built multiple startup companies. I stepped away and, you know, started traveling the world, going on this spiritual journey, if you will. And it was an epic experience. But then I found myself pregnant with my daughter and a soon to be single mother. And so I fell back into what I knew, which was consulting. But I'd been out of the game for I'd say four and a half years. And so I really was starting from ground zero, took any kind of work I could get seriously underpriced for what I was doing because I needed the money and really struggled in the beginning until I woke up to the fact that I needed to raise my prices and really shift my mindset and the kinds of clientele I was working with and was able to have a lot of success as soon as I started to implement those things. Perfect. So your coaching is focused specifically with female entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Can can you talk a little bit more about that? I do have occasional men. Definitely. I have men reaching out to me wanting to work with me. So I do have a female clients, but for the most part, it's women who either they're brand new coaches or consultants, or they've been doing it for a while, but they're working really hard in their business and they're not making the money that they want. They don't have the systems in place or really the, even the pricing structure that'll allow them to, you know, build a multi six figure business. And so that's where I come in to help them shift their structure, shift their strategy, step into their worth, niche down if they need to, and start bringing in serious income. Sure. So before we talked, before we talked or jumped on this, on the show here, 
we were talking about, you know, particularly if you have these startup entrepreneurs or young coaches or consultants, how they sometimes struggle with finding a budget or having the courage even to do paid ads. So one of the things that I thought would be really interesting that we kind of summarized before the show was how you've been so successful at growing such a highly profitable coaching and consulting business without doing any paid ads, right? I think that would be super helpful to my audience. So could you unpack that for us a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So even last year, I was doing six figures without paid ads. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are quick to jump the gun and start throwing money at ads. And $2,000, $5,000, $6,000 later, they don't have a return. And so I think Facebook ads are best used when you've got a business model that's proven, meaning people are buying your services, and then you can use your ads to scale. So there's lots of different cool tools and tactics that you can do to build a successful business without running ads, without even having, you know, funnels and all the other fancy marketing stuff in place. Yeah. And what I like about what you told me beforehand was these are things that you're doing day in and day out. And, you know, these are non-paid strategies that are allowing you to generate a consistent flow of clients and grow a highly successful business. You talked about one where it related to LinkedIn, which is kind of my, you know, my home away from home. Can you expand on that one a little bit? Can you tell us kind of how you how you created that and how that works? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a VA that I'm using to do all of my LinkedIn outreach. First of all, I've optimized my profile so that it's more of a sales letter form rather than, you know, something preparing you for a job, right? So it's calling out their pains and 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 really showcasing what I do with my clients and it's packed full of video testimonials um, and recommendations. So that was kind of step one. The next step was my team actually reaches out manually rather than using a bot to female coaches and consultants on a daily basis. So literally adding thousands of new connections each month and sending them an in-mail message, not asking for their email, but inviting them to join my mastermind on Facebook, which is a free group that I run for female coaches and consultants. So that's, that's really the first message. And then the second message is a free gift that doesn't require an opt-in. It's actually a 13-page guidebook. And then the the third message is a free masterclass, again, that doesn't require an opt-in. You see, what I love about that, Jessica, is the fact that, you know, you've kind of taken that whole, you know, what Gary Vaynerchuk made very, very popular, the whole jab, 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 right hook, and which is really kind of the foundation of, you know, what I call a nurturing sequence on LinkedIn you know, when I coach and consult with other businesses. So you've taken and given without, you know, without any expectation of return, you, you targeted the, your prospect, you are giving them highly relevant content for free. And then, you know, all you're really looking for is some engagement, right? Either that be a reply back or they join your group and they start engaging there. So what happens once they start to consume some of that content and they engage with you, where does it go from there? Well, it, it's really cool because first of all, people are excited versus annoyed. And, and I know that you've gotten this where people connect and immediately they are like, let's get on a call and let me, or here, opt in for this free guy, you know, but you, it's requiring something of you. Um, and they're already pitching you immediately, assuming that you need what they have to offer without even getting to know you. So I think it's refreshing and people respond really well to it. Like, this is really cool. Thanks for inviting me to your group. Or, oh my gosh, thank you for this free guide. I'll take a look at it. Or they start asking questions like, 
or, you know, like one of my clients who signed up, she said, I love this. I love your brand. Thank you. I need your services. Can we have a call? I mean, the the response is extremely positive because again, it's like, here are gifts for you. I would love you to be a part of my community, but I'm not selling anything. Yeah. You're even offering the content. It's not even gated, right? So you're not even asking them for an email address. You're not, you're making, you're removing all the friction that you would normally find in, in some sort of a sales or marketing, you know, funnel, right? Absolutely. And what I found is that when you remove that gate, right, the response and the engagement is going to be much higher because ultimately who cares about their email address? Of course, it's important. And I just did a live stream on this. Of course, it's great to build your list. But if you can get people to look at your material and consume the, you know, the wisdom that you're dropping and see you as that authority, then they're going to come back wanting more. And besides, if they're going to your masterclass, like I do on my third message, they're being pixeled. So if I want to target them later, I can. If I move them over to the group, that's another way for me to engage with them. And they're ultimately going to join my list when they get in the group anyway. So again, it's people are so focused on getting the email address. And the bottom line is we're inundated with emails. Most people don't even want to receive emails anymore, right? And so remove that barrier, give them the information, which is the ultimate goal of any masterclass or any PDF. You want them to get the information in their hands and then have calls to action embedded with your masterclass or in your PDF to let them take the next step, but they self-select. So you're rather than pushing your sales on them and your marketing, you're pulling them into your funnels organically. And so the funnel goes like this. You target them, you highly targeted connection requests to people yep. on LinkedIn. They connect with you. You then send out a series of messages asking for engagement, but offering them free value, highly targeted content relevant to them. You pivot them over into your Facebook group or some sort of a masterclass And then once they've engaged with some of your content, you make an offer of some sort, whether that be maybe a strategy call or whether that be an online course or whether it be something you make your some sort of offer, right? Absolutely. So when they go into the Facebook group, they'll be going into whatever offer I have. So right now I have kind of an empire building six week intensive. So that's, you know, what will be promoted. And each month I'm promoting different offers in my group. If they don't go over to Facebook and they're going in through the opt-in or through the masterclass, all of those are pointing them to an application close to get on a call with me. Perfect. All right, great. So that's the LinkedIn funnel. So now tell me a little bit about the Facebook one that you were describing. I know there's some similarities, but can you share with us how that works, how you do it on Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people, especially coaches and consultants, they turn to Facebook, even over LinkedIn to try to build their brand, which is great. I mean, I made consistent five figures, even multiple five figures a month, you know, off of Facebook. So it is a great platform. But the problem is, is that people don't have a curated audience. So, you know, if you have 1500 or even 2000 friends following you, and you're going live or you're writing that, you know, 800 word or 1500 word post that we were talking about earlier, Dennis, the chances are that your target market is seeing them as very, very low. Because if you have 1500 friends, you know, 800 of them are men and you work with women. And then of those, maybe 200 are, you know, coaches. And of those only what half a percent or 1% are going to see the content that you're promoting that's actually relevant to them. And so your numbers uh, get really, really small. So you're spending all this time creating great content and you're like, 
why is no one buying? Why is no one engaging? And so the strategy with Facebook is similar, you know, going through and friending your target market. Now, the way that I do this is I use first and foremost, the suggested friends option, because typically Facebook is going to suggest friends that you have a lot of shared mutual friends and you want to connect with people that you have shared mutual friends and shared mutual interest in. And so they're showing me other female coaches and consultants. So I'm friending them. The second strategy, especially when you're starting out, maybe you don't have a good suggested friends list, is to go into groups that where your target market is and look at their members. And Facebook will curate at the top people that you have things in common with, whether that's based on your local city or you know your the type of industry you're in. So again, you're friending people that you have things in common with and that have shared mutual friends. And what this does is allows you to grow your fan base, your followers, your friends up to 5,000 people and create a curated audience of your target market. So next time you're doing that Facebook Live or writing that long form post, it's actually getting in front of the people who you know need it and are going to potentially become your paying clients. Gotcha. That makes sense. So rather than having 1,500 random people that you're connected with, you're just doing a very highly concentrated base of users on Facebook using your personal account, and then you're using Facebook Live and, and other you know engagement strategies to try to bring them into your funnel, maybe lead to your group or to your masterclass or one of your offers. Yes, and absolutely, it does work. I've been able to monetize both the LinkedIn and the Facebook strategy in a really short amount of time because now people get to see your content and engage with your content. And as you know, your Facebook reach on your personal profile is much, much higher than it is on your business page. So go live on your personal. And then right when you start the live, you can share it into your group and share it into your your business page. So you do grab some of those followers and then start creating your authority and solving pains and problems right on your live streams. Perfect. No, that's great. I love those two strategies, predominantly for new people in the industry, you know, for anybody, but new people, especially because again, they have that apprehension to spend a thousand or $2,000 a month on Facebook ads until they get some cash flow going. So I love that strategy. And and even you, I mean, you've got the money to, to run ads and you're still running that because your cost of acquisition for leads and for clients is probably extremely low, right? Because you've dialed in that system. And so, yeah, so that's awesome. So one question, you know, kind of let's pivot a little bit. You've worked with a lot of coaches, consultants, whether they be startup or, you know, they're, even if they're established, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see coaches and consultants going through in an effort to get to six figures? I think first and foremost, it's the mindset piece. So a lot of people are undercharging for their services. And, you know, if you're trying to build a six figure business, making 20 bucks, 40 bucks, even 150 an hour, that's not a sustainable nor scalable model. So shifting your mindset around your own self-worth and the value you bring to your clients' lives is a huge piece that especially it seems women in particular struggle with. The next piece would be distraction. So, you know, following too many different people, not having a clear cut strategy, not really focusing on one problem and being known for that one problem you solve as another thing, just trying to be too much, too much for everyone and getting distracted with all the shiny objects and courses. And, you know, you can't successfully execute 50 strategies at once. 
And so that's a, another big one. And the third one would be trying to build your marketing machine too fast. And that's really throws a wrench in a lot of people's businesses because, you know, I was able to build a six figure business without the funnels and without, you know, a massive list or anything. And so you can, if you focus on three things daily, which is mindset, marketing, and sales, then you're going to build enough revenue up that you can then invest it back into your business in the form of paying someone to build your funnels or to, you know, manage your email autoresponder or to manage your LinkedIn like I do. So those are the three areas I feel like that really stop people from even getting to $5,000 a month. All right. Awesome. So now I want to really just kind of flip that around and put it in your lap. What was the biggest challenge that you faced? Maybe it was one of the ones you already talked about. Maybe it was something completely different, but what was the biggest challenge you faced in growing your business to six figures? Yeah, I think that the biggest problem was I wanted to scale my business and this was kind of last year. And so I started looking at bringing on higher levels of support in order to to have that happen. And, And I gave up that power and it cost me a lot of money and a lot of time. So you know, no one is going, passing out that power is, you know, is definitely a risk. And for me, it cost me, like I said, a lot in terms of when it's someone else's business, they're not, or it's not their business, it's not their priority. So, you know, just in terms of executing things on time or doing it in the way that I would, or, you know, not delivering on the services that I had paid for, all of those things came into play to the tunes of tens of thousands of dollars. And I had to really reel it back in and say, okay, I'm not going to give my power away. I'm, you know, not going to outsource kind of these major things anymore, even though it takes me more time and energy. So bringing that back in was definitely a hard lesson for me. So trying to scale too fast and, and that was really the root of it, right? You wanted to get to six or even seven figures quicker. And so you figured applying capital and outsourcing was going to be a, was going to be your, your easy way there. But it turned out that <laughs> it's not always easy. Exactly. And see, I was already making the money. And so that wasn't the issue. I was like, okay, great. Now I have the funds. Cause I, like I said, the model that I'm telling you is my exact model, you know, self-fund your way. But I think the problem was, you know, contractors, there's a lot of people out there who overpromise and under deliver. And again, they're not going to do it as as well as you. And, you know, I wanted to, it to free up more of my time and it did, but it didn't generate me more money. So that's the problem. Yep. Got it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, this has been great. So well, let's do a quick rapid fire here on the next couple of questions, and then we're going to wrap it up for today. So what would be your favorite growth tool or software? If you had to pick one. Growth tool or software. Well, I mean, right now, LinkedIn and Facebook, I don't really have any kind of automation tool that, that's helping me. I would say Facebook Lives. Facebook Lives. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, great. And if you had to recommend one book to my audience, what would it be? The Alchemist. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, you know, I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing your wisdom. Do everybody a favor. Let them know how they can reach out to you, learn more about what you do, and uh, we'll close it out for today. Awesome. You can follow me on LinkedIn at Jessica Yarbrough, or you can join my Facebook community at is uh, theceobabes.com. That'll take you right to it. So theceobabe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Jessica. Appreciate you being on. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. 
Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.